Hello and welcome to the Man on Podcast. I am Dronach and joining me today, as usual, is Martin and Craig. How are you, chaps? Good, thanks, mate. Very good. Yeah, Craig? Nice. Yeah, nice to have a quick turnaround, isn't it, this week? I quite like it. After, doesn't give you too much time to think about stuff. You can just get on and make your decisions and the next game week's here. Right, you don't dwell on and stew over stuff quite so much. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it this week. Absolutely. I recorded, obviously, the free hit one earlier. So go and check it out if you haven't already. I mean, you've had an hour. So if you haven't, what are you doing? Um, but I recorded that an hour ago and released that. So go check it out. Um, but it felt like I only did the other one like two minutes ago. So it was uh, it was strange to record it. Um, but hey, there we go. If that, yeah, that team survives. Because obviously you are actually on free hit this week, rather than just making a free hit team. Well, you know, you're actually doing it for yourself this week. So I'm yeah. interested. It, I've matched it apart from one player, and that's only to do with pricing because the free, my free hit team, my actual team, obviously is very much within the realm of the money I've got built up in my team. Whereas the free hit team on the the, the series, I want to keep it a hundred or below. Um, so one player is different. Um, that's It'll it. A couple more in the next hour. I'm sure me and Mike can convince you into doing something. No, no, no. I'm not going to tamper <laughs> with it because if I tamper. It. Do you know what? Funny, I just went on Twitter and I did see very briefly, I've had a really busy day, but I did see briefly something about Perisic potentially being like, can play as a striker? And I was just like, don't don't dangle a carrot because someone mentioned Perisic to me already and I was like, no, he played 90 minutes last week. He's not going to start, I don't think. But they were like, oh, well, Perisic. I was like, no, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, also, they are away against Man United, I expect United to score, although I think Tottenham will win. But we'll get into that anyway. Um, cool. So this week, we're going to do our Game Week 12 preview, like you, like you said, nice and quick. Thoughts and numbers from Game Week 11. It was terrible. Uh, and our listeners' questions answered, as always. So thank you for sending them in. So let's get into it. Craig, as always, comes up with some fantastic pieces to start. Do you want to go through Foden versus Saka? Yeah, jumping ahead a bit, obviously it's two game weeks in the actual calendar week, so we're not going to get to talk about this um, before game week 13, really, unless we do something later in the week. So I think this is the big decision most people have got now. Um, those with Madison have got a choice whether they go to someone for one week and probably use that slot to jump to this one. I'm doing that personally. I'm going to get Trossard in for the Nottingham Forest game and then make a decision on one of these. So even I haven't made my decision yet which one of these two is the best, but I think a lot of people have got both these two on their radars. Foden and Saka for 13 to 16 run. I'd imagine anyone on wildcard in 13 will have both. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of working out which one we, we want. And so I just had a look at the last four game weeks where both have done really well um, and see if that was any guiding amongst that for which one was actually performing better. And the general gist of it is in terms of expected stuff, Saka's better, but in terms of actual delivery of numbers, Foden's better. So... Not loads in it um, in terms of expected goals over the last four game weeks. I think Saka's maybe should have scored one more than Foden. Assists is fairly equal. Uh, so in, in terms of goal involvements, they're both at three. But um, Saka's is a more com comfortable three where Foden's is rounded up. But in terms of actual numbers, shot, shots on targets, big chances, etc. Um, Foden's having more than Saka. So it suggests that Foden's chances are of a, a lower quality. Saka's obviously takes some penalties, which helps. He's got higher quality chances, but he's getting less of them. Uh, where Foden is maybe getting a few more shots, but um, say maybe slightly more difficult to score. Um, shots in the box, big difference, 12 to 9. Uh, in terms of assisting and chances created, they're, they're fairly equal. In terms of penalty area touches, they're fairly equal. So on the whole, I don't think there's much in it is, is the gist of it. It may come down to budget. I think Foden's point four more expensive now than Saka. But he, he is shooting and doing a little bit more. The other factor to weigh up is obviously European involvement. Um, I don't know City are already qualified, but I think Guardiola still w will want to win the group. So is there a chance there'll be a strong team put out for the European game they've got? And then will that ever mean a depleted game for one of the four league games between 13 and 16? Um, I don't know what used to think. I said I'm a bit on the fences. I'm usually I'm, I'm fairly concrete that the data shows something fairly significant. This week, I don't think it really does. The fact Man City have got three home games in their four left is probably a better run of fixtures than Arsenal's one, although they've got Forest in amongst it. Saka's maybe slightly more nailed and takes penalties. Um, Foden's numbers may be a bit better, and I, I expect City to score more goals than Arsenal. So it's it's awkward. 
And so I think a lot of teams are probably only in a position to get one of these. Personally, I can only get one. So, um, yeah, I guess it comes down to if you can get both, I think I'd try and get both. But if you can only get one, I'm probably slightly favouring Foden as things stand, but it's, it's very <laughs> Yeah, I think, like you say, between the two of them, it's really close. So, definitely. For me, if we take value out of it, I mean, I'm, I just don't think I can do Foden. I think Saka's doable for me, but Foden's not. But if you put that to one side, I think um, like everyone's got Haaland, right? Lots of people have got Cancelo. So it's about like who who's going to take up that third city spot. And I think for me, like you could have Saka and then another Man City defender if you can do it. Like it looks really appealing to me. Like Fulham home, Brentford home, Everton home. Um, oh, sorry, forget Everton. That's um, that's uh, uh, after. So we've got Brentford home, Fulham home, um, and Brighton home. Like that could that could easily be three clean sheets, couldn't it? So I think I, I think I like the idea of using that third man city spot on a defender, and then you can just have Saka, who's performing sort of almost as well as Foden anyway. We'll sort of look at it that way. What are you doing, Darren? What are you thinking? Well, I mean, I'm not wildcarding 13 anyway, am I? Um, and I've got Foden already, and I do have potential value to go to Saka if I wanted to, but I've got uh, Martinelli. So, I mean, yeah, it's really difficult. I think I think for me that, that Fulham and Brentford double um, for Foden just edges it. I would, I would keep with Foden, um, in all fairness, if, if I had the choice of the two. I think Saka has got the alternative of Jesus. I know they play in different positions. We talked about it last week with the heat maps, that maybe Saka's average position is is more advanced than Jesus, which doesn't make a lot of sense when Jesus is supposedly the striker. But there is still the option to get Jesus, where, say, for a 16 million outlay here or something around that ballpark, you can get Foden and Jesus and get both attacks. If you get Saka, I don't know if there's really a Man City player, 8 million, that you kind of really want. It might come down to that for me that in game week 13, I can do Foden and I can get Jesus in 14. And that, that gives me more players from these two teams. Because um, in my midfield, I've got Salah now. I don't think I'm realistically going to sell him until the wild card. I've got Bowen, who I don't want to sell to a wild card. Martinelli, I don't want to sell. The only, the only way of getting both of these would be to upgrade Andreas Pereira into my fifth mid and change to three five two and and drop a striker down to a fodder striker, which I could do, but I haven't got oh there's an echo somewhere. But yeah, I don't think I've got the extra transfers needed to to do that. I don't think it's worth like sort of trying to restructure a template in four game weeks. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the penalties will sway it to Saka. Um yeah I'm stuck. I was hoping to get to get help how you see, but I, I mean personally for me, mate, if you want my help, phone, yeah. it, it's as simple as that. I just think he's gonna. Have, I, I, yeah, I just think he's better in in all fairness. Not to say that Saka is not great. Saka is great, um, and I really like him. And like I said, to be fair, when I did my um, uh, last um, wild card or choice last week, I had a choice of going. Uh, who did I drop? Was it? Madison, I dropped somebody last week and had the choice of going to Martinelli or Saka, and I went to Martinelli simply to save the value because I just didn't think that it would have. I mean, it was a mistake. Saka did much better, but um, for me, if you've got Foden, I don't think you really do need Saka. You mean you can double up? Let's let's be fair. What what's stopping you doubling up? I can't. I've, I've got space for two midfielders unless I lose Bowen. But I don't know if I really want to use a transfer to turn Bowen into. He's got three really good home games. And I think that's what it might come down to with me here. The thought of going into those three home games on the screen for Men City with only two Men City players. I, I like Martin's approach again, double defence. But again, it's a kind of a luxury transfer to to move a defender to a Men City one. I could move Pope to Edison for a couple of weeks and get the, the now second sort of defensive option that way. Yeah. But is it worth a minus four or I'm going to have the luxury of that free transfer to do Pope to Edison. It feels like it's a bit unnecessary personally, but so I think I'm going to end up folding. I don't want to go into those four games on the screen, three of them at home. with only two Man City players, but yeah. it's tough. And I'll, I'll definitely have both. I think if I could, if I was on wild card. 
Yeah, yeah, I agree with that definitely. So, yeah, well, yeah. Can't... So it's 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 team it's team dependent, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Like so, I personally wouldn't wouldn't break wouldn't break my neck to get Foden if I could get a second defender and get Saka as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's completely team dependent, isn't it? But I think what this shows is whatever works, whatever's easiest for your team is what you should probably go with, right? Because the output is maybe likely to be quite similar. But there we go. We yeah. don't like to tell people exactly what to do, right? We like to let people make their own decisions. And this week, I think it's the ultimate example of is yeah. make, make what you, you make your own choice based on it, it. It really is. Like, I've seen so many people against the free hit this week, and I can understand why. You know, people are saying, like, oh, don't waste it, blah, blah. You know, it, it, but I, for me, I didn't want to go into this week with like, I've got, I'd have like seven players, maybe eight. Um, even with a hit, I'd have a below 11. And I just, it's not for me. I wanted a free hit. I got, maybe I can make some ground this week. The free hit could absolutely flop. It's not an I told you so moment because it is what it is. Um, it's just what I want to do. As James, as Planet FPL says, James, play it your way. Simple as that. Um, that's exactly what I'm doing this. Like I've, the last couple of seasons, I've just listened to other people and said, you know, oh, that person's doing that. Yeah, I'll do that as well then. And it's not paid off in, in different aspects. And this year, I've, I'm I'm playing it my own way in Sky and FPL. And I'm actually doing all right. You know, I mean, within the top 8K of Sky, I'm, you know, I made two and a, two and a half million places in FPL, um, like in the last three weeks, you know, and the, and the free hit free hit thing is going well as well. So, um yeah, it's it's one of those, isn't it? Could do with a bit of that, making up two million places. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Did you you had a good FPL week though? I'm just going to turn the light on. Yeah, it was a, it was all right. It's a strange one because I it feels like I outscored quite a lot of people, hmm. but people with a higher rank than me have like got a green arrow and I've got a small red one. I'm like, I don't quite understand that. But um, strange, isn't it? But it's uh, yeah, it was it was tight this game week though, wasn't it? Like the you know the the good scores and the poor scores. Like there wasn't there wasn't a lot in it. There weren't many there weren't many calls from popular players at all, were there? So I, think I suppose that's why it, that can happen. But well. and obviously, people like Darren who think you should gain 20, 30 points on the message on the free hit would be the plan or the hope. I think most people. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a hope. Um, that is that is. Do you know what? That's exactly what it is, Craig. It's a hope. I'm I'm hoping that's what I do this week. Is is get like twenty to thirty extra points. Um, I'd be disappointed if I didn't. Uh, that I think for me that would be an unsuccessful free hit. In in all in all reality. Um, okay, shall we jump on? Yep. Let's go into the preview of the game week. Um, first up is a big one for Brighton. They've had. Two pretty rough uh, games on the bounce for their new manager, haven't they? Um, everyone jumped on Trossard and he's not done much, me included. So could this be the game? Now, caveat on this one is obviously, I don't know if anyone, if you guys have seen it today, but uh, Adam Lalana is definitely starting in this game. Well, he won't be it until he steps on the pitch, I don't think. But Well, the manager, the manager, <laughs> the manager has said today, Adam Lalana's starting. Okay, right. Okay, fair enough. So it's it's. I was trying to work out who that would be for. I think it'll be Gross because he came on for him, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I think it's it's a quite a big game for Brighton. This, like, say, the new manager. Um, you know, they they played well at Anfield, but they've lost the next couple. So, I think they they're going to be bang up for this under like under the lights, aren't they? All that kind of stuff. They're going to want to see the new manager get his first win at home to Forest. So, I expect them to do it. Um, you can see in the in the graphic in the bottom left there that you know Nottingham Forest haven't scored a goal away from home since um, since they scored at Everton, which was a good while ago. Uh, so yeah, expect them to get the job done. Um, it's just it's probably how many, isn't it? But um, yeah, Trossard. Do you think he's a? Uh, he didn't play. Didn't play well against Brentford. I didn't think. Do you think? He's, he's, but, I, mean, he, I, I guess mean, some he, people are going to captain him. Maybe but. he didn't play well, but he still played better than the others. I think. Um, I, I did watch that game. 
So I do think he played better than the others. I don't think he's the one who's going to switch out for Lalana. I think that will be gross. Um, or gross, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, Trossard has definitely been rumoured to be captained by a lot of people who still own him. And I can understand why against Nottingham Forest, but it's one of those, isn't it? It's, it's people, again, being guided by the most recency bias. If Trossard had scored yeah, one yeah. against Very Brentford, true. I think he could have been a, a popular captain this week. In fact, he's blanked in that one game. And Salah obviously happened to score as well in the same game week. He's just now made what looked like a 60-40 call maybe in Salah's favour, like a 90-10 call now. Only the real sort of um, risk takers, I think, will go Trossard now. But I, I don't view the last week as any different. The fact Salah played centre-forward against Man City is obviously a, a positive for him. But I, I wouldn't be against captaining Trossard on the basis he blanked against Brentford. I no. don't think much difference to me personally to, my, to do that. Just don't mention Brentford. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think it's fine. To, I think it's fine to do it as well. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, if you look at captaincy options this week, he's definitely, definitely up there. Yeah. Yeah. And we all expect Brighton to win this one. Yeah. Should we, should <laughs> we, we move on? We should. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that is, I mean, this has got a nil-nil type thing written all over it. Uh, yeah, it's definitely got nil for Wolves written all over it, I think. Um, uh, yeah, kind of. He's, again, you see the graphic in the bottom left there. Their away form is uh, fairly tragic. Um, Martin, I'm confused. What, what What's confusing you? Um, I did not pick Hughes as my top pick for this game. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't edit it. Sorry, mate. I missed that. Um, <laughs> I was the, like, that's like Will de- Hughes? That's the default name that's in the template. Is um, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you know, Will Hughes does play, doesn't he? So I was just like, was that, I was like, definitely fucking not picking Will Hughes. I, I, I went Zaha, by the way. That's why it's the default name because there's a cues in most games, right? Yeah. Uh, it's because um, it's because when I made the template originally, it was for Champ Man, and um, I think there was uh, th- I built the template based on Newcastle versus Coventry, and obviously there's there Steve. was there was Hughes and Hughes in that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Sorry to put so, it off. Yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's by the by. Some people have got no idea what I'm on about there. Um so yeah, uh yeah, Zaha w- wasn't good against Leicester. Um struggled to get him involved in the game, didn't they? But which is a, a little bit concerning. It's not really worked out so far. Um having him over, you know, other people in that sort of price bracket. But it's another chance again here. So Wolves is Wolves' attacking numbers are poor in general, but they're even worse away from home. So, um, yeah, hopefully hopefully Palace can get it done. But Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking they will. Um, Zaha's in my, yeah. Zaha's in my free hit team. Yeah, here's my first sort of uh, trying to influence you, Darren, on your free hit in a game like this. I think one, one of the main things for me on a free hit is that, you go all in on something. Now, I, I think this week with Brighton, with Palace, there's obviously those two are both widely considered to be fancy for clean sheets. The, the, the data in the bottom left corner there, 0.2 expected goals sort of backs that up. If you're going to really gain on your free hit, I think you need to triple up on one of these defences. I, I love you, <laughs> but... I am never ever tripling up on a Palace defence in this. Like they could be playing a League Three bomb of the barrel, and I would not put a. I wouldn't do it. I just looked at your main draft, and I think you've covered like six different bases with your five defenders and goalkeeper. So you, you, that's a lot of clean sheets you're expecting, or you're going to get no clean sheets and something. Me personally, I think if I say if you're going to get, you are. You take a stance on something. Go triple attack for one team, triple defence for one team or something. I don't know. I don't know what you think, Martin, but it's, it's a possibility this game go Gaita, Anderson and Guihi or something. That's what I tend to do in the in the minus 56 team on FBL. I'll go, yeah, three at the back for somebody. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of minded that way as well. And it's 
it's so cheap as well but i suppose i suppose this week you're st probably struggling to spend the money anyway so maybe that that maybe doesn't matter but it's it was i mean it, yeah i had the free hit for 12 in my mind the whole time i'll be fair it was bloody hard to pick like genuinely it's not good fixtures on paper week at all there's options like newcastle to say if you want pope trippier and and Shah or something. I think that covers it as yeah, well. Yeah, I've got Trippier. Trippier, aren't they? So you're not going to gain anything from that. Yeah, that's but true. It's, it's, I'm not saying that's what you should do, but I think that's just the way I tend to approach it. That you, if you're going to go for maximum gain, you have to take a stance on something. Yeah, and yeah, you, fair. You, 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 you were saying before as well, Darren, about um, you know the amount of points you want to gain on the pack for a successful free hit. Yeah, well, everybody else has got a reduced pool to play from. So I think you want to be careful about free hitting into the same team that, you know, people have got for a minus four or a minus eight anyway. Yeah, I did think uh, about that. Because, like, you know, people saying, oh, oh yeah, free hit, triple Newcastle. Well, most people have got two Newcastle anyway. Um, so what, what are you gaining by having that one extra, really? Um, so, if, so if you're of the mindset that you want, you want to try and gain 30 points on the pack, I think that's ambitious, but if that's the if that's the star you want to shoot for, then you you need to think about the reduced pool that everyone else is picking from, and be careful you don't end up with the same team as everyone else. I think. So Danny Welbeck leading the line. It's, it's probably Chelsea players are the differentials because we haven't got to that game yet. But most people haven't got any of their attackers. That's one way. In Brighton, most people. Probably <laughs> No, and I, I did look at Aubameyang, but he got taken off really early last game and he's just not doing it, and that's the problem. Like, yeah, it's, that's crap. Um, and and uh, this doesn't help. <laughs> well, I'll take a stance on this game because no one's got anyone, well, maybe a couple have got Solanke, but no one's got anyone else playing in this, have they? Yeah, so... Right. Uh, I am. So I've, I've, got, I've got James yeah. Ward-Prowse. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, Jesus still Christ. Stinking up, still, still stinking, stinking up, up the place. Yeah, stinking up the dance floor, James Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Um, I considered billing on in this game, genuinely. I have got Solanke in, and I've got um, Zimura on my bench. Um, again, it's such a rubbish game. Um, to, to, to sort of pick through, yeah. I, I mean, don't want Southampton, <laughs> it's Solanke or or no one for me in this, yeah. Um, and 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 only Solanke if you know it's enabling the rest of your team, really. Yeah, it does, um, come, yeah. especially on a free hit. Obviously, if you if you've got him, you know, as part of your normal team, then obviously, this is a another you know, another perfectly reasonable game for him. But apart from that, I wouldn't be touching it personally. Just one of them teams, Bournemouth, aren't they? If they played well for 14 games in a row and went unbeaten, I still wouldn't want any of their players. I think it's just one of them, maybe that's a, a mindset issue I've got. And maybe I just undervalue them in my own head, which is something I need to maybe consider. But I, I can't see myself considering a Bournemouth, if Bournemouth player all season. So thank you could score a hat-trick this week and I still don't think he'd even be in my thoughts. <laughs> No, and, and and you're right, Craig, because he's he's uh, scored and assisted. He assisted two. He scored two or one and assist again. Not a chance. Never coming in my team. Free hit, maybe, but not gonna pull him into my real team. After wild card, he might come into my thoughts. But say so he, he could be on fire the next two weeks. Haven't been on fire for the two weeks before, and I'm still trying to get Jesus in over him. And even if that's if Jesus has done nothing, and it's just. I don't know if it's a team thing or a player thing. I don't know. But it's convince yourself. I still convince myself Bournemouth for one of the two worst teams in the league. So I don't want their players. Maybe that, I need to change that. Thought I mean, I, yeah, a lot of people have said they'll they'll drop. Like they're, they're doing all right. But they people think they're going to drop away. And still people are putting them in the bottom three. So we'll see. Fixtures, uh, fixtures get harder for them after this, don't it? I mean, it does. West, yeah. West Ham away, Tottenham home, Leeds that's, away. That's going to be hard. Wouldn't be surprised if they lose three on the spin after this. I mean, if they don't, if they come out of that and they've got another four points from those three games, then um, you know you might have to start thinking differently. But yeah, about Europe, hey Martin, that's what they'll be thinking about. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> right. Next up, we've got Brentford Chelsea. Um, yeah. So, what's the key things from this? I mean, Kepa 
Uh, obviously, outstanding against Villa. He he looks like he's probably safe now, doesn't he? Like for people wild carding, if people want to pick him, I think that's probably all right now. Um, Mount's picked up, but we've I mean we've we've kind of always said, haven't we? You know that we're sure there'll be a spell where Mount scores a load of points. Um, he's done it the last two weeks. So he's done it the last two weeks, but he he has been prone in the past, then going quiet for a while. But um, but I think he's a reasonable pick on wild card. Um, Chelsea's fixtures are a bit of a mixed bag, aren't they? But if you if you want to pick anyone from the Chelsea sort of front, um, you know, attacking perspective, I think he's definitely still the one I would go for. Um, then, I'm totally Kepa's probably safe now. Ivan Tony is what cost me this week massively. His two goals is what is my rank drop. I think. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, probably hurt me a bit as well. Um, yeah, another see another decent home game for him. But most of the popular strikers did so. Maybe not Jesus, but like Tony got two goals. Mitrovic scored. Solanke did well. Um, so many people had tr- like Solanke and Mitrovic, and then like one other Haaland or something. It was definitely so, a game week. All the, all the popular mids around sort of eight million or a bit less all did nothing pretty much, apart yeah. from your Zaha's and your Sinisteras and your um, Bowens and, and people. And the strikers all kind of matched each other. The way I think it was quite, there was quite a lot of similar points because every differential kind of offset each other. Um, I don't know what to make of it. I definitely agree, Kepper. If I was with a wild card now, Kepper's easily the best keeper to have. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Four point four, I think he is. I, I still think if you were to say to me now, wild card into a midfield five, I would pick Salah, Foden, Saka, Martinelli, Bowen would be the five I'd want. So Mount would probably be maybe next one or two in line on the list after that. But I don't mind him as a hold. But I think you you're going to struggle to if you haven't got him now, you're going to be prioritising Foden, Saka, or Bowen. I think over him. Which makes him probably a bit tricky to get in, especially as Martin just said, the fixtures aren't stand out amazing, are they? No. No, yeah, I'd agree with that. So I think it's kept bringing in Kepper. If you if you the the position to change your keeper, otherwise I think he's a bit hard to get Chelsea in. Chalabar seems to be playing a lot as well. If people want a cheap defender, could could work. But even at centre back, I think they're prone to a bit of rotation. So yeah. Um, you've got you've got Tony in your team, right, Craig? Have you got plans for him? My plan at the moment is to say get Foden next week for Trossard. Is probably what I'm likely to do, and then use the final three game weeks to move strikers around. So Haaland stays. I've got Mitrovic and Tony, and I have some money in the bank as well. I think 14. I'd probably move one of them to Jesus when he's got Nottingham Forest. 15, Mitrovic has got Man City. 16, Tony's got Man City, I think. So there'll be some rotation around the strikers, I, I think, near the end. I, I couldn't comfortably say who I'd want to get now. I haven't looked at the fixtures closely enough, but I, I'd probably sell him in 16. I think he looks like a reasonable hold until 16, doesn't I was, he? I was going to say, looking yeah. at Villa, Wolves and Forest, I'm thinking of bringing him in. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I can't it's, remember yeah. how much value I've got tied up in him. He went up yesterday. Um, I've had him a while, so I might have some value in him. Um, yeah, you it's a bit trickier to sell if you've got value in him because there's every chance I want him back after. I want well, you back. <laughs> we see the in sync one or the Michael Jackson one, Darren. Um, uh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Don't even do it. So yeah, I, I think he's a possible sell in 16, depending on value. Um, but um, he's one of those players. I think you're always happy to hold because he takes pens and he's always likely to do something. He's he's an, he's an awkward sell at all moments because as we saw on Friday he's capable of scoring pretty much at any point and he's one of those I think you'll sell and then regret it because he'll probably return in a game you don't expect him to so he's just a handy person to have in the squad plays every game ninety minutes every game takes penalties so he's you, you haven't really ever got to worry about him have you if you have him no I think you've you've just described the reasons why I bought Ward Prowse in on my wild card for the price he was at but uh, it's not really worked <laughs> out is it <laughs> but yeah right okay. Liverpool West Ham yeah so Salah back on the radar as uh as, as captaincy for this week um yeah he's in he's already in my team I've, I've already got Darwin and Salah so um, not that I wish him any ill, but I wasn't too sorry to see Jota go off at the end because I thought, well, at least Darwin's going to start this game. 
probably, um, if Jota can't make it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be Captain Salah for me. Um, yeah, um, if, in terms of how big it will be. Um, so, we've all said that Liverpool are going to score three, which is quite interesting. Um, but, yeah, I definitely fancy them to win. Again, you look at West, West Ham's away form there. Um, they've not been great away so far. Have they obviously they've lost at Forest, they yeah. lost at Everton. Um, they only got a draw against Southampton at the weekend. Although you, you could argue that they did enough in the second half to win it, but nevertheless they didn't. And yeah, I've always had a, a, a bit of a bee in my bonnet about David Moyes. Um, he just never wins this kind of game. He's, he's not won a game against the top four team away in his life, and that's um, that's quite a long time. So. Uh, yeah, it's just the case. It's just the kind of game that he never wins. But maybe he's due. He's twenty years due. So <laughs> it's hard to know how West Ham are going to go. They obviously play. They've got central defensive issues. Dawson and Zuma both missed the weekend. So I think, I think in general, managers when they're not completely confident that their centre backs try to sort of gloss it over by playing a back three and getting an extra person in there to cover the fact they've got to play some maybe some slightly weaker players in there. So it was Kara. Cresswell, I think, and Ben Johnson the weekend. I'm not sure if Zuma or Dawson are due back for this, but if they're not, I don't think they've got many other options at the back. So it might be West Ham back three again. Will that mean Liverpool go two up front? Say Salah was centre forward, wasn't he, the, the weekend? Or him and Nunes? Yeah, him, I mean, Liverpool's formation, having been so predictable for so long, is now suddenly quite unpredictable, I think. Which this... is is exactly because somebody mentioned to me having a having obviously you've got to have triple Liverpool on your free hit, and I was like I can't like I can have Salah, I could do a double defence. Don't get me wrong, I reckon Robertson and Van Dijk would be safe. So, but you know, but like I wanted a I wanted a striker, and I thought oh Nunes, and I was like but Bobby might play, and I I just can't pick between the two. So I think you know Salah's pretty much nailed, and I think Robertson and Van Dijk are. I can't pick the rest of them. Is, will they stick to the four-three-three? Leave Salah through the middle, play Darwin off the left, which he did before in, before he signed for Liverpool, and then maybe play Elliot off the right in a, a similar way that Man City play Foden off the right or something. I think that's possible that Elliot goes into the front three or Carvalho goes into the front three or something like that. Um, it, I don't think it's guaranteed that it's Nunes off the left, Salah off the right, and Firmino through the middle, for example. I think they could use Firmino as a ten. But it, would it be more of a midfield diamond and play like a four four two with I don't know Firmino playing behind Darwin and Salah? There's, there's so many sort of subtle differences in this Liverpool team. I think it'd be stupid to take Salah out the middle though. I've been giving his confidence up, and he, he was definitely back on it, weren't he, against Man City? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think I'd go and yeah, I understand, Darren. You you if you're not confident. Darwin's 100% nailed, but I think on free hit, I think I'd go Salah, Robbo and Nunes. Yeah, great. So I'd have as well. I've gone, I mean, I've gone Salah and Robertson and yeah, I don't have Nunes, but um, yeah, it's potential. Um, I don't want to tamper with it. He's got more upside than Kane. If you, I, I don't know who you had up front, but if you're looking at Kane... Uh, as, you've, yeah, I've got Kane up front. I, I think I'd rather have Nunes over Kane this week if I was given a choice on a free hit. I mean, okay, going back to what you said earlier then, in terms of going for players that potentially others won't have, a lot of people will have Kane this week, won't they? Because they would have got him in for the last game because it was a good game for him. Would have stepped off Haaland potentially with a route to go back. So this week, a lot of people probably will have Kane, correct? Yeah, he's going to be much higher owned, much higher owned than Nunes because was it three, four weeks ago, you know, a lot of people... You know, sold Salah, and it was basically you either just get KDB in, or you, or you use that money to get Kane. So those are the kind of two routes that people went, wasn't it? So he's going to be far more differential than than Kane, and he's got a better fixture. Picking your battles is hard. I wouldn't take on Trippier, for example. He's very highly open, but for good reason. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I'd have him in my free hit. So there's yeah. certain. Mm. Yeah, there's certain players you can't go again. Yeah, there's no point in me looking at the highest owned players from like Newcastle going Trippier. Okay, I'm not having him. I'll have Botman. Um, you know, Bowen's high owned, so I'll go Fornells like like I did last week. But they're the um, players you take on Bowen, right? You 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 probably take on the fact that West Ham aren't probably going to score many in this game if at all. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I would never consider one. So people are going to have to play Bowen this week, and yeah, he might not get anything, and then I can. 
maybe I'll go away and look at it then at the end of the day. I might potentially do what you just said and go Nunez over Kane. That's something I wanted to look at anyway, but I'm just not confident on Nunez. But the other good thing about me is I always save money and do a decent mid, uh, do a decent subs. Mm. So if Nunez doesn't start for any reason, potentially he could. Oh, I think. Um, yeah, or like, can you can you have Nunez and Son rather than Kane and someone else? Something something like that. Um. Um. Yeah, I'd look to getting Son in. Um, but I could. Um, my I got defense. Uh, no, actually, maybe I couldn't get that pricing. But I'll try. Um, the other thing I was going to say on this is uh, Skamaka's well on my radar now. I think he's he's looking better every every game, isn't he? Um, Been on him for weeks. So yeah, I think I think that's a hold, mate. I think that's a hold. You, obviously, you're going to have on the other side of your free hit, aren't you? Which is which is decent. Bournemouth yep, at home. Bournemouth straight away. Yep, that, that was planned as well. So and yeah, he looks yeah. Three great. home games. Three home games in the next four: Bournemouth, Palace, and Leicester. Yeah. I think Schumacher might be, although I, I won't expect much out of this game. I think Schumacher will be my move for this game week. Um, nice. That's why I don't want to sell Bowen because of the penalties as well. I think in terms of fixtures, they might even have better fixtures than Man City in terms of the teams they're playing against. I think they're quite bad away teams, those three. Mm, yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's go Newcastle Everton. <sighs> This is one of those where I think Newcastle could absolutely destroy Everton. And I was toying with Callum Wilson. But is he got a, is his turnaround too is his turnaround too quick? Sunday to Wednesday. I think it'll I think he'll play. Like they've got to play him, haven't they, really? Um, assuming Isak's still out. Um, you know, other other issues they've got. I think he's I think he's fairly safe to play. Um, I don't know what you think, Craig. Would you have any doubt about Wilson playing sort that, of that, twice, that twice my, in four days? That would be. I would have Darwin and and Wilson up front in my free hit. I think, yeah. but those two would be in. Um, a, a funny side, Everton. I say XG wise, they, they look quite bad. But in terms of goal concession, they're not that bad. Tottenham struggled to break them down as I thought they would. Newcastle have got slightly different attackers to Tottenham, so maybe they might do a better job of breaking Everton down than, than Tottenham managed to. But Maybe I've been a bit optimistic with my score prediction. Maybe I don't think Everton are going to be a walkover against anyone. I don't think. I wouldn't be surprised if this was one nil. I think Newcastle have got enough about it about them to win this, but it's it's what team have got to start converting chances against Everton? Because say a lot of teams seem to have enough shots against them, but no one seems to score a bucket load against them. Someone is going to at some point. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Yeah, I do think that as well. I'm hoping it's Newcastle. Um, Maybe it could be this one. I mean, oh. you see, you see, like other other home games Newcastle have had this season. Um, you know, I can see them dominating this from start to finish. You know, sort of similar to the Nottingham Forest game where they barely had a kick. I can see it being like that. But um, but yeah, Everton are dogged, aren't they? That's as far as I'll stretch to it compliment for them I think but... he's, he's probably the one player Wilson I don't own this week who I'm most nervous about not owning John is always that one player every week that you haven't got you think I wish I had them but I think Wilson's probably the one this week for me I was toying with him I'll go and get him in and then you watch him get injured in the first 10 minutes <laughs> or maybe I'll go and rethink my actual free hit I mean the good thing is I've already had, I did the man on a free hit earlier so that's exactly the team I've got now uh, bar Trossard for uh, Lalana for Trossard um spoiler alert um and so if i change my team now at least i could maybe see how well the team i did want would go against the one i make after this yeah like but, craig said earlier though i think pick your battles i think trippy has got to be in because clean yeah sheet, absolutely there's clean no sheets really, highly yeah. likely and clean sheets highly likely and the, the attacking returns yeah i mean i wouldn't be looking at like shah or botman or something for this i know there's there's battles to pick and there's battles to definitely not it's like the whole thing about like harland isn't it you, you can't go without him at the moment apart from this week obviously uh but you can't go without him um last game i believe uh no not quite but oh. uh <laughs> i feel after this Man United Spurs, um, yeah, I, I find it, I find it, yeah, quite difficult to call this one. Um, see, Man United have already beaten Liverpool and Arsenal at home. Um, Spurs, 
yeah, they they go through long periods in games where they look like they're not that likely to score, but they probably are a better team than Man United just about at the moment, aren't they? So I think I think it's difficult to call this one. I wouldn't like any result. I don't I don't expect a massive amount of goals, but you know, one team to nick it one nil or two one. I think, but it could go either way. Is my view? Yeah, I mean, I I think Tottenham will win. Um, I've said that all week. Uh, but I do think it'll be like, yeah, quite, quite close. Um, and it is difficult to call. Definitely. This game is going to go one of two ways, I think. Man United have got real big problems pressing at the moment. Um, and it's usually the wide players that sort of cause the issue. Um, and then the fullbacks don't back up the press when what, what should happen. So in this game against the back three, the two wide forwards for Man United should go and press the outside centre-backs. And then the fullbacks should go and press the wing-backs. But if it doesn't happen, there could be a lot of space for the wing backs because Dallow and Shaw ever sure. isn't tight enough. And then they defend quite deep, Man United. So there's a lot of space in front of them. If, if Tottenham had a good number 10, I'd be quite caught. If Kulisevsky's back for this, I think that that could be good for Tottenham. But if Kane drops off, that could he could get a lot of space, sort of 25 yards from goal. Um, I think they're getting better at pressing Man United, but they're still not really on it. So I, I think this is probably the hardest game of the weekend to call, personally. I'd, I don't know who I would have for this. It feels with Man United defending deep, it feels like Sun might struggle to run in behind. Kane should get the space if he drops off, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. I wouldn't be surprised with any of the sort of score lines in this one, which is why I've sat on the fence and predicted a draw. I think because yeah, same. So I think we're we're agreed on that. No real conviction in what we what we expect <laughs> to happen. Yeah, but, well, that's exactly it. Like, yeah, I mean, I've got Kane because I do think he'll score. But you know, you guys said about Son. Maybe Son is the way forward in this one. Again, take take it on. Um, I guess the thing with the strikers is they're in Sun to a point. He's not a striker. I don't really see a scenario where Tottenham score three or four in this game. No. Liverpool could score four or five against West Ham. Newcastle could score four or five against Everton. That's fair. You play, you play the odds, right? I don't. Tottenham could win this game. Tottenham might win 2 0 like they did the weekend. But the when we used to talk about Chapman, right? You used to look at three plus goals. I don't really think Tottenham, there's going to be too many examples if we had the same data of them scoring three plus goals in this. Where say other teams, namely Newcastle and um and Liverpool this week could. Yeah, I think but so. Don't talk about chat, man. Okay. <laughs> um shout out Raman Ethan in the chat. Hello mate. Um he's hoping that Klopp starts Fabio. Uh are we all capping Salah? Are you gonna cap Salah in your free hit, Darren? Sorry. Yeah, I think that's that's one of those things you can't take on. Yeah. Um okay. Personally, I think he'll do quite well against West Ham. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people will have him captained as well. So definitely not worth taking that one on, I don't think. Fair enough. Yeah. Maybe, I, I, mean, I mean, potentially could could go. No, actually, that would be difficult. No, don't do that. I was going to say, could Captain Nunes and go vice Salah, but then if Nunes comes on for 10 minutes and root and gets a fucking one pointer, uh, yeah, that's pointless. So, um, no, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be capping Salah. Uh, right. Oh God, this is this has got rubbish written all over it. Sorry, sorry, Craig. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't tell me sit here there and tell me that Villa have been good in the last three or four games. And yeah, I the weekend. There's, there's, there's three right, yeah. after the Chelsea game. I think the three before that was complete misery. But there was there was some green shoots in the in the Chelsea game to be optimistic. And let's be fair, Mitrovic wasn't fit the weekend. I know he's got a pen, but you could clearly see from the way he was played, he didn't look really really fit. So if he plays in this one, he's going to be in the same position, I would think. So I wouldn't say Fulham played with 10 men at such the weekend with Mitrovic, but he, he wasn't anywhere near his sort of top level. No. That, that gives The fact Villa got better and the fact Fulham star strikers carrying a, what looks like some sort of injury, at least, gives me optimism we could win this. But that, not, never a good idea being an optimistic Villa fan, so that could... <laughs> <unlike the Batman>. <laughs> <laughs> I am surprised. I am surprised Gerard's still got his job now. I think they've committed to him, haven't they? The, the owners and the more so Perzo, I think, have put a lot of eggs in that basket, and they're prepared to give him the maximum time where other managers wouldn't. Um, I don't think. I think he's not got long left. I cut one more, two more bad results, and I think the decision may be taken out of their hands. But 
I think they'll try and hang on for kind of as long as they can with him. The the fact that the fans have turned on him now for the shit football and the results is a problem. Massive. So I don't know if that... I, I think that the, the bigger problem the fans have got is he's not even coming over and like clapping after the game and, and he's not saying the right things to get the fans on board and things. I think yeah. just I think that's quite hard to win back, even with a couple of positive results. I don't think the Villa fans will like him. No, there's a small air of arrogance about and, it. And, and this industry isn't to be liked. It's about getting results, isn't it? But I, I do think he's... I don't think he'll get to the end of the season. I, I really don't think he'll get to a Christmas. But quite when he'll go. Um, yeah, I mean, it could look it could look ugly after this, couldn't it? If you I mean if you if you were to lose this game, and then you know Bournemouth are playing Bournemouth and Southampton are playing each other. Um, you know, you could be in the bottom three. You know, by the weekend, couldn't you? And then I don't look at know. the table, Martin. I don't know where we are. <laughs> uh, okay, it tells you in the top, mate. It's Aston Villa league position sixteen. Uh, I, I just look at the. the <laughs> oh, I look at the eleven team top half as it is now. Now, now Liverpool are back in there. It's back to ten teams again. But wasn't that the thing before the weekend that someone showed the top half of the Premier League table and had Liverpool in it in eleven? <laughs> now they won the game. The, the league table is back to the top ten. Is the top half again? I found that quite funny over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, and then. That seems like, right, this is a game I think I should have Leicester players in it. Yeah, I mean, me and Craig both think Leeds are going to win. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just think I just think they've been a bit unlucky recently. They've been, <laughs> they've been playing well. Um, like, yeah, if they play with the same sort of intensity they did against, against Arsenal, then I can see them being too much for Leicester here. Again, against Palace, they were very good for for a long spell of the game um the second half was not so good for them but uh, again and they've got no yeah. madison right who's their main creative player yeah exactly they got no madison um the thing with leeds is it's like can they, it's putting the ball in the net isn't it but it, it's it's yeah. only going to take a game where they actually take they actually take a couple of their chances and they're playing well enough to win games you know they just they just haven't been scoring the goals but but Barnes has scored in the last four games against Leeds. I see. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. And it's making me like definitely think about getting out Barnes in at least. I even considered Dakar. I think if you were to take a risk, Darren, I think I'd risk Bamford in this game. If if, if you were going to play three up front and and punt that third striker on a free hit, I don't rate the Leicester defence. I think. He's, hasn't he missed the most big chances in the league, even though he's only played three games or something stupid like that? So he's clearly getting good chances, Bamford. Bamford, yeah. He missed a pen at the weekend as well. That would do, do wonders for your confidence. I, I, I just, he got those numbers, if people keep getting those positions, one game it's all going to go right, right? Like Solanke, it's going right for him at the moment, having not gone right for a, a chunk of games. But, I mean, they've lost their last three away games and, and, and they're, like, they're not creating away. It's... Yeah. Is, is Leeds... Is Leicester... Away, really, the game that they're going to pull out, pull it out, and go. Yeah, this is it. I just can't see that. Well, and the team, the team nineteenth in the table. I, you know, I know, be, yeah, but you yeah. could, you could say, you could, yeah. I mean, Leeds are fifty. You could say Leicester have been a. I mean, bar one or two games, uh, haven't been awful either. Really, I mean, yeah, you're right. Their defense is terrible, but I don't know. I just don't if know if Leeds me on a free hit I would pick a Leeds player over a Leicester player Sinister is the safe one I think Bamford's the punty one I don't think I'd really consider anyone else I think if I was on a free hit I'd have one of those two I'm going to have to go away and uh... I don't hate Leicester because Leeds are hit I don't think Leeds are quite as attacking under Marsh as what they used to be under Bielsa with that, that style we they're kind not of... they're definitely not they, they, were, they had such a reckless abandon like score three will score four it was brilliant but I don't know I just feel Leicester might win this one who would you have on a free hit here Martin any of them or would you just avoid this game I think I'd, I think I'd possibly avoid it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think I would. I, I do, I do think. I, yes, as as I said at, at, at the top of this, I, I do think Leeds have been playing pretty well. They've been a bit unlucky. They just say it's just putting the ball in the net, and yeah, uh, if if they if they can do that against anybody, then it's against Leicester, right? So it's far yeah. too non-committal. 
Maybe Danny Ward will have a Kepa game and make six outrageous saves or something. In this one, he's <laughs> oh, Danny Ward's my sub keeper. <laughs> More <laughs> for the point of I know my real keeper will play and I don't want to. I need to save some money. So yeah, um, yeah. Don't know. Maybe I'll go away and have a look at that as well. Um, Shout cool. Richie in the chat. FPL Richie's in the chat. Um, Hello. Agrees with you, Craig. Bamford's been getting really good chances. Yeah. So just. Uh, they need a game where it just goes in for them, don't they? Yeah, you can buy him as a general transfer in your team, but on a one-week free here, yeah. I don't think he's the worst uh, idea. Uh, there's there's people way above Bam- um, Bamford. Bloody um, yeah, Bamford this week. Sorry, yeah, there's people way above Bamford this week. Even punny. Um, right, questions. We're into this question. So we got a couple of gaffer questions. So we we'll do them. We'll do them um, last because I've done a little a little extra for it. Um, so FPL Glasto is triple Newcastle defence madness. No. I mean, yeah, I mean a lot of people have already got Pope and Trippier, right? So yeah. Adding one more. It's just it's just good value, isn't it? Newcastle's defence. But for this week, I say I do think you want Wilson for this week. I think there's a chance Newcastle could score four or five. So, yeah. But yeah. I can see that. Well, I mean, Wilson was in my team as of last. In fact, Glasto will confirm it. He was in my team last night and I changed it um, this morning. But yeah, you're right. I think I might go back to him because I can't see where else they've got any strikers. Uh, I think he's good enough. Though. If he's a general trend, so let's just say he's, he's looking at another option for Reese James. Say he's already, I don't know what Glasto's team is, but if he's already got Pope and, and Trippier, he needs a James replacement. Would I go for a third Newcastle then? I'm not sure the fixtures are quite there, are they, after this week? No. No. No, possibly not. What have they got? Everton home, Tottenham away, Villa home, Southampton away, Chelsea home. I mean, you could argue Villa okay. home and Southampton away is not yeah, bad. Yeah, I was going to say that's not bad. It's okay. Um, AD Tours asked a pretty simple question. Is Salah the best captain? Yes. I think he, I think he probably I think he probably is. if you can get to him then he's he's, he's probably he is, the isn't he? best he's probably the safest as well let's let's go with that yeah he's the best and safest if you can get to him but at the same time you know I wouldn't worry about ripping my team up to get him for this week you know if you you know if it's going to hurt you you know the other side of it then I mean if you if if your team's set up where you can't get him then don't worry about it. You know, there's there's other there's other options. It's only one game week. But yeah, if you're in a position where you can just four, then would you take Kane out and a midfielder to turn the midfielder to Salah and drop the striker down? Would you take that minus four this week? I don't. Think... Are you ever really taking a hit to take Kane out of your team? Like I don't know. I don't think I would. I think if Salah didn't have such a good game next week, I'd be with you. But the fact he's got Forrest next week as well to go with. Obviously, being the, the likely captain, is, I think it's enough to make me want to do that. Yeah, fair enough. Minus, yeah, yeah, minus minus four. You probably wouldn't want to do more than that, though, would you? I think if you've got like if you've got like a straight, oh, I can do KDB to Salah in one move. You know, not too many other fires to put out. Then, so yeah, go ahead and do it. But you know, people have got other problems at the moment, right? They might, they, you know, they might be sat on other injuries. You know, Madison suspended. All that kind of thing. So, if he's not your, if it's not your top priority, then I wouldn't stress about it too much. But if you can do it, then yes, he is the best yeah, captain. I, I, I would do that. For example, Kane to Wilson this week if it meant Madison to Salah. If that was my minus four this week to get Madison out, and that was the only way to afford Kate uh, to, to afford Salah, I'd do it. And and the big one with Salah now is if he scores a hat trick this week, are people going to captain him against Forest, even though Man City are back playing again. <sighs> Ooh, maybe. <laughs> Could be the maybe. first time we have a little bit less on Haaland. If we if we know he's definitely playing up front for the next four games, Liverpool have got good games. He's centre forward, he's, but he's priced as a midfielder, extra point for a goal, clean sheet, etc. etc. That he's Forest game would be tempting. He's definitely a viable option for captain. Now, I wasn't interested in the slightest the other week when some people did it against Brighton. But I would be tempted against Forest next week if he goes a hat trick or something in this game. And you'd be right to be. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, now we've got a bit on this. 
Yeah, so we had a couple of questions about the new gaffer boosts. So um, Carl JB asked, um, well, he says, the boosts on gaffer with love heart eyes. So I agree with that. They look fantastic. Um, and he says, triple, triple, or follow the leader in game week 20. Um, and then Glasto says, sure, you will cover the sexy new gaffer chips. Uh, but best one for the double. Um, so I do Glasto's one first, because I I don't know if he means double game week 17 or or the big one in 20 like Carl's asking about yeah, I, I'd um, go with I'd go with you've gone with 20 here by the looks of things yeah so this is the one for 20 but just quickly on 17 um I think I think I'm going to play part the um not part of the bus cheapest keepers in um, oh are you in 17 because if you look at the double so you've got Burnley Norwich who play each other in one of the games Rotherham yeah. and Coventry um, Rotherham. So I think I think for me I can play Jeepers Keepers in game week seventeen. I don't have to rip my team up to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's simple. You've got two weeks to get two goalkeepers that have got a double game week, play Jeepers Keepers. You know, you don't have to mess about with the rest of your team. You've probably got Norwich and Burnley players anyway. Um, so I think Jeepers Keepers for me in seventeen. And then um yeah, uh, so game week 20, the big double game week, um, I've just got a potential follow the leader squad um, here just to illustrate really that I think you can get you can get nine players from the best three teams in my opinion. Um, so I think I think the follow the leader um, does look really appealing. Um, so this squad here, so you could have Saar captain with Sema. And Kamara picking up the extra points with him. Um, I think I'd go for uh, Ami, 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 the Sheffield United defender as the vice captain. Um, and then you could have Ndai and McBurney with him, or, or you know, a, McBurney could be just a another Sheffield United player, really. Uh, you no, know, another defender I think is a good option as well. And then, um, and then you could have James Bree as your emergency. I think with uh, with Potts, who's Potts nice and cheap, yeah, and and Clayton Morris. So, yeah, it just shows you that I think I think overhauling into follow the leader looks like it's got really really good upside. Um, you know, you can pick a you can pick a squad where you're going to get nine players that are getting the extra points. It you can create good balance between the spread of funds. You know, going forward. Um, and it's affordable, so I think I'm. I think I'm looking at follow the leader um, in twenty for me. Um, you you are echoing my exact sentiments. So I'm going to use the multi captain. I think in seventeen, potentially I've considered overhauling in eighteen, but I do have six of those players in that team already, <laughs> so I could easily build. I've got what one, two, three, three game weeks there to get. I've already got three, three Watford. Sorry, two Watford. I've already got Chair, got Bree, Victor. So I could easily get more in and get to that similar type of squad. And I was definitely playing follow my leader in twenty. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just got it's got a bit more upside than the. Um triple triple captain yeah i was considering playing that in 17. Uh, yeah i think i think you could do that i think you could do that um i think you could do that as well i think jeep as keepers for me is just easier to to get to um but yeah i think that's an option and then and then yeah so it's just a decision for me if i'm going to overhaul into this i mean this is miles off my current team so i think i'd have to overhaul into it but i think it could be worth it yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, I looked at overhauling into mine, but I've got so many of those players. I think a couple of hits could get me near to what I wanted anyway. So maybe, maybe I won't have to. <laughs> maybe I could then I could use another chip somewhere else. That would be novel of me to actually plan a chip in this play in this uh, game. Yeah. You've got options as uh, that team as well. Like if you prefer Piro over Victor, you could do that. Yeah, Piro's um, out for three weeks and he's suspended. Oh, did he get sent off? Did he get oh, He got that. sent off for violent conduct, so he's going to get a three-match band. Band, oh, band, band. I missed that. I missed that. 
uh, yeah, to be fair, so did I. I saw it in a chat this morning. So, uh, yeah, I didn't have him anyway, but it's worth worth noting. Um, anyway, there you go. So we might we'll touch on, um, obviously, we've got our, our extra show where we have a quick look at our gaffer teams um, before the yes. weekend is now as well. So we'll, we'll definitely we'll revisit the boosts sort of as and when they come a as when they come around as well. Yeah, we're going to be popping that out Thursday, I think we decided, Thursday morning this week. Um, so we'll be sort of halfway through this game week anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, like, 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 follow, subscribe. <laughs> relax. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, thanks for people that joined in the chat. We had, uh, yeah, a few people, few people watching along this afternoon, yeah. so that's good. Got you through the last hour of work, I suspect, in a lot of cases. No, 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 we're working. Rubbish. <laughs> Skyvers, a lot of you, just like the three of us. Um, yeah, so, yeah, if, you, if, if you're new or if you follow regularly and you're not subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button. Um, we've got a few... Now Chapman FPL is finished. We kind of have a... We've got a, sort of a few pods a week now, haven't we, on the various yeah. things, FPL, Sky, Gaffer all that kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button and um, thanks for your support. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better. Cheers guys. Laters. Bye. Later.